you are about to hear is the Hashtag Cult Podcast. What is a Hashtag Cult? Hashtag Cults are groups that signal membership by using a hashtag or keyword. This allows the group to operate on many different sites and makes them difficult to pinpoint. They use the hashtag model to spread propaganda on a variety of social media platforms without having a central account. This is usually because their ideas are offensive or their methods of communicating are abusive and border on website policy violations. In this show, we will show you the coercive groups and cults hiding in plain sight on the internet. spectrum for a second i'm i'm quite frustrated by the discussion of the spectrum in that it still feels like people will talk about the spectrum of sexuality and then i find very frustratingly their next sentence will be like you don't understand it at all can we for a second just so that everybody is on the same page um and i'm willing to embarrass myself and get it wrong here was my understanding of the spectrum and then I'd love for you to shit on me or correct me or say I'm right because I found it very frustrating in this whole open sex thing to hear people talk about the spectrum. My whole understanding of it was that Kinsey proposed <laughs> that sexuality, one would be a fool to define it and that the only thing that it matters for is what you are, in the crudest terms, currently horny for at that exact moment. Right now, now I'll 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 leave it to you to say something that I I doubt I don't know if horny appears in textbooks. It might, uh, but uh, you're free to use the word horny or not use the word horny. But uh, well, I was it actually. Um, I know it's it sounds kind of odd, but I am also a specialist in grief and mourning. Mm-hmm. And um, it reminds me of Kubler-Ross, right? The the five stages of grief. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that this is the problem with pop psychology is that we present information and we just assume that this is going to pique some people's curiosity enough that they're going to get more accurate with that information. But that's not what's been happening. I see Kubler-Ross gave the five stages of grief. She never said that there's an order. She never said that they only happen one at a time. She never said that it's one or the other or or that you can't or or that like it moves in a direction. She just said that these are five stages. Mm. She just said like these are five experiences that you would have. Also, it was translated. Um, <laughs> she's Again, like, I have to correct you. I don't English. mean to mansplain you here, but there is an order on the episode of Frasier where they talk about it. So like really get your facts straight. Right. And <laughs> and Frasier is a, is a source of pop psychology. Of course, yes. Yes. Cor- right. I'll correct. And, and, <laughs> but also... Let's remember that Frasier was done in the 90s where they did actually believe that. Mm. And there was a lot of harm in therapy where they were like, no, we need to push you to the next stage because then it's not a healthy grief. 
Um, today, we're like, no, people grieve in many ways. And, and these are just identifiers of the experience that you have. But grief is not, it's not a line. It's a movement, right? It's a movement. You're moving between all of these experiences at many points. And it doesn't end. You grow around your grief. Grief becomes a part of you right? But it's not who you are and it's not going to be everything you are all the time. In the beginning, it feels that way. Mm. And the same thing with sexuality. Because we, we stigmatize sexuality so much, we have created entire identities and, and you know, kind of like attach so many things around what we like to do when we fuck <laughs> and it's and it's been harmful it's been harmful because you know kinsey did say this is a moment in time this isn't a stagnant place and marriage equality totally fucked that up because you now have to choose a partner and marriage equality is based on monogamy so you now can only be this at a time you can't even question it because then you're a bad gay we've even mm. created hierarchies around it too right there's a gold star lesbian or gold star gay right um and they even made a joke about like the platinum gay was a c-section born because he never touched a pussy you know like <laughs> the the absurdity of it like it's fun to laugh at but when we look at the at the damage that that's causing, right? It is yeah. limiting people's sexual expression. And anytime we limit any kind of expression, you're going to have people who are isolated. And sexuality is the easiest thing to stigmatize because we attach gender to that. We attach behavior to that. We attach religiosity to that. Mm. We attach so much to people's sexual or non-sexual actions and behaviors so so yeah like the spectrum is is also limited in that way because we're not even talking about romantic um orientations we're not talking about um you know how people fall in love or how people become sexual if they even do mm. right like my sexuality has nothing to do with gender gender does not influence my sexuality mm. Right. Uh, my connection to a person does. Right. So if I feel connected to that person, that's when I can even entertain the idea of being sexual with them. That's not on the Kinsey scale. All right. Demisexuality, asexuality. None of that is on the Kinsey scale. Allosexuality, megasexuality. Again, not on the Kinsey scale. Mm -hmm. None of this stuff fits in a binary system. Gay, straight, and then something in between. Well, and, and again, the movement is missing in our narrative of it. <laughs> well, if my, my phone dying and that wasn't powerful enough for you to, to hear, uh, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to take a break and come back to you next episode. I love that. Um, it makes me remind people, uh, you know, there's a lot bigger discussions to be had. And the reason people like me and Rachel Absolutely. push the idea that maybe you can change your language and maybe we, is because that little 
that little monologue from Rachel is a fraction of the actual important stuff that we could be debating instead of deciding whether or not you need to say slurs every time someone brings up their sexuality and whether or not people feel comfortable in that because it is a much more complicated issue. And if, if, if anything, it has reminded me to add to the show that that, 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 that monologue is uh, 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 one of my motivations. That these groups, these conditions, they take away from actual good discussions. And if we can't actually have those, then they're just wasting our lives on things we are all already know which is that this is a hard that 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 being forced in a box is a horrible way to live if you or someone you know has experienced a hashtag cult is trapped in a hashtag cult or you have been affected by any group mentioned in this show go to hashtag cult.org for resources or to get in touch with the show we want to hear your story